Okay, so we're starting right now on the review of yesterday's stuff. We're learning for for Shalema to all who need it. I know there are plenty of people who need for Shalema. We have them all in mind. Also, Lilo Nishmas, the people who have passed, uh, they should have an Aliyah. And with that, we're starting a review of Daf Mem Aleph, yesterday's Daf, and uh, we're starting from the two dots on the top of the page on Mem Aleph, Omer Aleph. And uh, we talked about um, the way we got into this topic. It's interesting, it seems nothing to do with Shabbos, which is true, but uh, we're talking about observations that certain rabbis were observing behavior of their teachers, and we're learning halachos from what their observations were. And that's exactly what's going on over here. So Ramzera says that he saw Rabbi Avahu that uh, when, that he had covered his area, his makamamila, with his hands, out of tznilt, as a, out of modesty. And um, what I wasn't sure, he says, whether he was touching it or whether it was in front, but it wasn't touching. That's what he said. So the Gemara says, how can you even question that? Obviously, you would not touch it because the halacha is, the Rabbi Eliezer, the Brisa that says that anybody who holds that area of his body is and to your even to urinate is like bringing a marble on the world. So that was the question. So Abayi says that maybe the reason why he was misupak, why he was in doubt, why he wasn't sure, is because um, it's like similar to the halacha related to the boleshes. The boleshes are is the army that are quartered in the town and that are in the city, and they're there. And the halacha generally is, is that uh, there's, they, uh, basically they, they help themselves to any, uh, any wine that's available. So the rule is, is if they come to the city, depends on what's going on. If it's a time of peace, then any open barrel is assumed to be prohibited. They probably help themselves to the wine, and in the process they do a nisuch, they do a libation, or even a suffocate, where the bottom line is all the wine is asurot and any open barrel. A closed barrel, they obviously didn't open it, so therefore it's okay, it's mutarot. However, if it's a time of war, when they're going to barrel, so when they're going to when they're going to war, when they're in the middle of a fight, the Muhammad, so then they're not no even an open barrel is assumed to be tahor. Why? Because there's no time. You're busy with the war. There's no time to do a nisuch. And the idea is, is once somebody's afraid of the battle, of being caught or being fought, or whatever, there's middle of the battle, there's a lot of fear. So that is the reason why there's nothing to worry about. The same halakha, the same logic, can be applied to this case over here. Why? What is the fear exactly? So the fear is the river. He's going in the river. River is uh, the... Um, it sounds like that. That's uh, you know you gotta have your wits about you when you're going into a river. You make sure you're not going into too deep of a current. So therefore, that's the fear. It also affects you that you don't have inappropriate thoughts of immoral behavior or whatever, and therefore there's no concern. And that's why he was misupuk and he did not know what the Allah, what 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 was the story. Brings us to the next. Uh, um, brings us to the next thing which was um, the next thing was Rabbi uh, Abba uh, in the name of Huna in the name of Rav that if you cover that area of your front of your body it's like you're denying the covenant of Avram Avinu in other words you're embarrassed that you have a Mila 
you should not be embarrassed. That's what it really is saying. So the Gemara says, um, there's a difference perhaps when he's going in to the river, then he's not embarrassed, but uh, when coming out, because of Tzniot, the people outside are facing you, so then you can cover it and it's not a problem of Kofir Bibrito of Avram Avinu. And we saw uh, that Rava, when he would come out, he would actually be, you know, come out crouched. Rav Zeru was choshish to Rav, so he came out standing and he was not covering the area of his makamila for the concern of Rav. Rabbanon in the school of Ravashi, when they would go in, they would stand tall, and when they came out, they would bend out, crouch down, so as to have some, uh, some modesty. Rabzera, when he was trying to, so we have a story here, Rabzera was trying to avoid uh, meeting up with Rav Yehuda because he wanted to be Ola to Eretz Yisrael, and Rav Yehuda was of the opinion that going up from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael is forbidden, it's a pasuk in Yermia, and it's not allowed. Okay, so that was his position. So they went, and... Um, Basically, he met up when, and they were all in a bath. So Reb Zera came to see Rav Yudah one more time before he would go to Eretz Yisrael. And he met him and he was in the bath. And there in the bath, he said, this is Rav Yudah, said to his helper, he said, uh, bring me some uh, a, a comb. And they brought him a comb. And uh, then he said, open your mouth and let the hot air in your mouth. And then he said, drink some of the hot water from the bath. So he says, if I only heard those three halachos, I would be enough for me. I learned so much from that a quick observation I decided to grab. Number one, so Gemara says, I understand the value of uh, what, what, what he learned from the asking for the comb. That teaches an important halacha that even, if, that even, though, that even though he may be speaking Lashon HaKodesh, but if it's Dvarim Shalchol, then it's permissible. And that was the case over there, that it was Dvarim Shalchol. The question of uh, open your mouth and let the hot air in, that's like Shmuel's halacha, that's also a very important thing, that the hot air, when it goes in, um, it allows the steam to go through his body and it uh, will uh, and it'll, it'll, it'll be a good schwitz. And uh, But what was the drinking of the water of the bath? What is that? Why is that a good thing? So the Gemara says, actually, that's also very healthy. So what is that talking about? Um, if a person eats and doesn't drink, so that's unhealthy. It brings uh, stomach problems. If a person uh, eats and doesn't do some exercise afterwards, go for a walk, a spritzier after, after eating, it's unhealthy. You can't go straight to sleep after eating. Um, and that brings to bad breath. Somebody who is uh, needing to relieve himself and he eats, that's also very bad. It's like heating up your oven where you left the ashes from the last cooking. That's not good. You got to first clear out the old ashes and then put more uh, wood in a clean stomach. That's the way to do it. And that's the beginning of bad of, of uh, body odor or either that or it's schwitzing a lot. Um, that's not healthy. Uh, if a person bathes in hot water and doesn't drink some hot water, so then it's like you're heating up the oven on the outside and not from the inside. It's not good. You want to heat the oven in both directions, from inside and out. And that's where the source is for what we just saw from Rav Yudah. 
Also, we saw that if somebody washes himself without water and doesn't afterwards cool him, uh, wash, you know, turn on the cold to like turn like uh, to close the pores. That's not. It's like the iron that's uh, put in the fire, but it hasn't been hardened by putting it into the cold water. That's what. That's a very good thing to do. And also, if somebody bathes himself and doesn't rub the oils on, so that's like uh, the water on the barrel. It's not getting, um, it's not going in the barrel. It's going everywhere where it doesn't enter. So you want to put it inside the barrel. You got to soften the skin with the oils. Okay. And that is the end of that. And bottom line is, uh, Reb Zero was very happy that he uh, came to observe for one last time Reb Yuda because he was uh, basically learned so many things just from observation. And that brings us to the new Mishnah. So the Mishnah was talking about it's called in English, I think it's the English word is a samovar, which is a, a basically a a pot that is built to be to contain hot water. And uh if it's cleared of its coals, you can drink from it on Shabbos. Um the Antichi, however, even if it's cleared of its coals, you cannot drink from it. So we didn't really define what the Antichi is, so we explained the difference. Uh Moliar, uh which is clear of its coals, the water is in the center. The coals go go on the outer section, so the coals are heating towards the inside and getting the wa- getting the water hot, keeping it hot. Uh, the antichi is a machlokes. What is an antichi? Either Rabbi says it's like basically an add-on in the oven. So the oven that's always cooking has like a separate section on the wall where it has a place where water can be contained that basically keeps hot water that you have hot water always available. And uh, that is Rabbah's Pshat. Rabbah Nachman Yitzchak says it's a beiduti, which is basically a very large vat um, that has a double floor. The lower floor has where the coals go and the upper floor is where the water goes. And that's uh, Rabbi, uh, that's uh, Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak's shita. If you say that that a, that a, be, that a beiduti is also, surely you'll hold that a beikiri is also, because that's actually a portion of the oven, it's exceedingly hot, it's much hotter. But if you say that uh, Bekiri is Asr, you may say that a Beiduti is already similar to a Belir, just a little bit different, it calls on the bottom instead of on the sides. So that's what the Gemara is uh, assuming. The Gemara then said that basically the Brisa supports Rav Nachman, that Antichi, even though it's Garofikatum, is you cannot drink from it because the Nechushta is Mechamemasa. And the Nechushta, Rashi says, means the bottom of the container. And uh, because it's heated from the bottom, it, it gets things hotter to a higher degree. Even if you clear its coals, it maintains a lot more heat and uh, will, and, and therefore it's prohibited. Okay, so that's it depends on the structure. Brings us to the new Mishnah. We talked about a tea kettle, a hot water uh, kettle that goes on the fire, and it was emptied. It's not clear what it means, emptied. You can't put cold water in, then it should get hot, but you could put um, uh, uh, water to get warm, okay, to warm the water. We'll see what the case is. So firstly, Rav Ada Master says that what it means is, is that you cleared out the water from within the Mecham, so you emptied its water. Don't put now in the empty hot tea kettle a little bit of water because that's going to actually cook it. 
But you can do is put a lot of water because then it won't cook it, it'll just get it too warm. Problem with that is, is that that's going to, that's going to, when you put cold water in a hot tea kettle, that's going to forge the metal of the kettle. And that's um, something that's a malacha on, on Shabbos. Um, that's something that you should, that you really would not be allowed to do. So the Gemara says, uh, hey, we're going like Rub Shimon, who says it's a Dover She'enu Miskavin. It's not your intention. You're only trying to get the water to get warm, so it's not a problem. And that's the reason. So Abai asked on that is that it doesn't fit into the words very well. It doesn't say anything that the Mechum that was Pina Mimenumayim, it doesn't say that you emptied it of its water. It says, Ivshepinahu, which sounds like um, that you. Uh, that that you took it off the fire. That's all it sounds like what we're talking about. So, so therefore, Abai says it's actually referring to a different thing. What's going on over here is, is that, uh, according to Abai, is that you, um, took the, you, you took it off the fire and it has hot water in it. Don't put a little bit of water on top that's cold that it should get hot because that's going to actually cook that cold water, but you could put a lot of water in, in it, because then it's only going to get it to lukewarm. If you empty it of its water, then you can't put water in it at all. Why? Because that's going to forge it. And it's going like Rabbi Yudu says, Davrashayn Miskavin is in fact us. So that's the answer. Now Rav, Rav says that this is only true if it's for, for the sake of getting too warm, but if it's there to forge, it's not allowed. And Shmuel says, even to forge is mutter. So the Gemara says, how could that be if you're there, if you're trying to forge it, why would that be allowed? So we explain that what they're really arguing is this. Um, Rav is saying is that you're pouring in a measure, an amount that will only be getting the water to warm, and you didn't fill it up all the way, that it's actually going to be able to forge the entire kettle. But if you put enough water in that actually now the whole kettle's forged because it's like immersed in in cold water or, or you filled it fully with cold water, so that would be prohibited. And Shmuel says even the, that shear is still be, is going to be permitted. And that is where we left off at the top of the page on Daf Membeis Amin Aleph. It's going to stop for a second to... Uh,